Hi, this is your host Radhika Chirmamilla. Welcome to my podcast Toastmaster Journeys. Today I'm very excited to have Johnny Randolph as my honored guest. Johnny has been a Toastmaster since 2014 and earned his DTM in 2017. Johnny served as the district DCP and Moments of Truth chair in 2018. He he's also the founder and host of the Purpose podcast. He has served in many other roles and received numerous awards. While the accolades are nice, Johnny really values the connections he has made and the opportunities to help people. Johnny believes that helping people develop is the true strength of Toastmasters. I met Johnny at a Toastmaster gathering back in July. and casually mentioned to him that i was planning on having my own podcast after that gathering johnny immediately emailed me and offered his help with podcasting that shows who he really is and his passion for helping others now let's welcome johnny randolph hi everybody thanks a lot radhika for having me on your podcast i appreciate it and i'm very honored Thank you for giving me your time. Johnny said, so "Let tell us about your Toastmaster journey. How what inspired you to join Toastmasters and how your journey has been?" Okay. Well, I know there are a lot of people they may tell you they joined Toastmasters because they wanted to improve their public speaking or speaking giving presentations at work or maybe even some leadership opportunities. My experience about joining Toastmasters is a little different. And in back in 2013, 2014 time frame, um I joined my first club, it was a corporate club. And prior to joining Toastmasters, I felt my career mobility had stalled a little bit. I felt that there were people who quite honestly I was more qualified than were getting better roles than I was getting and quite honestly it frustrated me. I spoke to a mentor of mine and they told me, "Well, you don't really know anybody. You're not networking with people." He recommended that I join one of the resource groups at my job, which is Chase Bank. And I examined the various resource groups. They have groups pertaining to underserved communities such as African Americans or Latinos or Indian or women, just underserved groups. And one of the groups though that was on there that I'd heard about was Toastmasters. And I said the talking people because I, I, I had no reference of what Toastmasters was. I went to my first meeting and I was just blown away. I was completely infatuated with the entire programs things such as a word of the day getting immediate feedback the opportunity to speak in front of people and share your personal stories after my first meeting i signed up immediately and the rest is history so the reason that i joined toastmasters was to improve my networking ability and toastmasters has helped me to do that and so much more great journey it certainly is a different uh, reason that i have 
than what I have heard before. Uh-huh. Um, that's great to know that you would be able to expand your network, especially in a corporate environment, by meeting the people inside your firm and expanding your networking. Um, that's that's a great advantage of uh, being part of the Toastmasters and absolutely. learning other things as well. Yeah, so, absolutely. Because when I first joined Toastmasters, I thought Toastmasters was exclusive to Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that they had it outside of it. As a matter of fact, the first time I entered a competition, I had won at the club level, much to my surprise, and I went on to the area of uh, the area contest and you know the area contest they asked you what area you're from uh what division and so the area i put chase and they were like huh and so for the division they said what's your division i said easton and they were like no there's no chase or easton division i thought it was all exclusive to chase <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the thing about Toastmasters, uh, it allowed me to really network with people within my firm and really outside the parameters of my job. Uh, I've met so many fascinating and really phenomenal people. And also, I've met people who have really become close friends of mine. So the network that Chase has, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's global, it's international, and it's so many opportunities to meet new and different people. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. You have been very successful um, with your podcast um, and uh, um, you have been an inspiration for many others. How did it all start and uh, how you are able to leverage the learnings from Toastmasters platform to your podcasting show? Well, again, if we talk about Toastmasters, the great thing about Toastmasters to me is the people you meet so many interesting people. And there was a member in one of my clubs, not my corporate club, but my community club. She was literally doing a podcast about Toastmasters for her, uh, for her uh, Pathways uh, project. One of the requirements for, or one of the electives in Pathways is to do a podcast. And she asked me, did I want to be a guest on her podcast and i said sure and we actually did it at the library this is pre-covid so we can actually go out and meet people and go places then and i met her at a library and i walked in and it looked like a radio station to me i was just blown away she had microphone setups and computers and uh recording equipment and it was just really really fascinating and we sat down and we had a conversation and i just felt so inspired by it. I said, maybe, you know, I could do it. And so it it uh, motivated me to start my own podcast. And I think Toastmasters is idea for helping to develop those skills as a podcaster, because we learn communication, we learn listening skills, we learn we learn empathy skills. We learn how to converse with people. So there's so many skills that we develop in Toastmasters that help us with the podcast, a radio show or a television show, facilitation skills, all of those things. So these are all skills. Every skill that I learned and applied to my podcast, I learned at Toastmasters or I either developed at Toastmasters. 
I totally agree. That's how my podcast journey has started, where I had to do um, either a blog or a podcast for my level four project. Mm -hmm. um, so I picked up this uh, fascinating medium called podcasting because mm -hmm. one of my uh, peers was doing that and it really fascinated me. But it's so um, different now but you compared to back then when right. you your first podcast i did not have to buy a single equipment <laughs> to <laughs> do my podcasting um obviously the quality may not be there with the recording and everything but mm -hmm. anyone can start with minimum, yeah. minimum setup as long mm -hmm. as you have internet and a laptop I think you are good to start your right. own podcast. And when you, I think you attended the TLI session that I did on podcasting. I did. And the bare, you, you, like you said, you need an internet connection and a computer. Really, that's mm -hmm. really all you need. And then you can get you things, a microphone a little bit later. Then after you get a microphone, you might get a recorder a little bit later on. Then like you build up as the, as your interest increase, as your commitment increase, then you can find those other things to enhance the quality of your podcast. But yeah, I believe it's a it's a great medium. It's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to have conversations with people. And it's a very low area of barriers to enter into the podcast space. I agree. And you will you have already learned all the skills that are required, just mm -hmm. like you mentioned, you know, speaking skills, listening skills, empathy, facilitation skills. Facilitation. Right. Yeah, it's this is like I felt like I'm doing the Toastmaster role uh, <laughs> and I'm being a guest. Right, um, right. So I think um, I think it's it's a great way to experiment with your uh, um, the skill set that you have learned in Toastmasters, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. How do you see your Toastmaster experiences helped um, you professionally and uh, personally? I know you have already shared some of those uh, mm -hmm. um, experiences, like your network has got increased. Uh, and, uh, you know, you personally, you have now a podcast. Um, would you like to share any other um, experiences that helped you? Um, Absolutely. Well, I said I started in... Uh... 2014 and I had been a member maybe approximately six months so six months into my term as a Toastmaster in my department at work we started this new program and what the program was it identified a few people within the department and we had to come up with an area of improvement and then we had to present that area of improvement to the entire department my entire department encompassed about 200 people so we had a team of i think it was five people and we had to work on a project and then we implement that project and then we give our results in this big town hall style meeting we would present our results well we had this big town hall style hall meeting my boss was there my boss's boss was there and my boss's boss's boss was there so it was pretty high level up and the four people who were on my team with me they hadn't really done a lot of public speaking but for me i had been in toastmasters six almost seven months and i had really started to develop a lot of those new skills i had entered in a contest uh that so i was really building up skills and on the day of the first meeting of the presentation we had 
my uh, co-workers, they were very nervous. But for me, it was just like being in another Toastmaster meeting. And when I went up to that stage, like I say, I blew the roof off of that place. And literally, literally, I got a standing ovation, a stand, like people were on their feet and clapping. And they, and I was the fourth person that went. The other three people in front of me, they did not get that response at all. It was like, or didn't say anything. But when I went up there, it was like, they just blew the roof off. So yeah. the next day, when I come into work, it's like, my boss's boss's boss, who I didn't even think knew my name. They were like, hi, Johnny. Like they had never spoken to me ever before again. And so it put me in a very public space and we did it every month for almost a year. And I got a lot of acclaim doing that within five months after that first event, my boss actually left. I applied for that job and I got the job. I got the manager's job. And my high, my boss said then that one of the reasons it was easy to sell to our vice president was because of such a great job that you did at our presentations. And they knew who you were. They knew you had good communication skills and you worked really hard. And I really attribute all of the communication skills that I developed, that I was able to do well at that presentation and well at those types of things was from Toastmasters. I never really had a problem speaking, but Toastmasters really helped me to hone those skills. And so I got my first promotion then, and I've been getting promoted and had not had nearly as a difficult time escalating or up the corporate ladder or getting the roles that I've won since then. And I really attribute that to Toastmasters. It really was a launching pad for my career mobility. That's awesome. That's a great journey. And, uh, it's a, such an inspiring story, right? I mean, within seven months, you showed such a great uh, um, improvement and uh, um, in your communication skills and your, uh, you know, speaking in front of the people. And I'm assuming this is like a big town hall with the hundreds of people in there. Um, I think uh, that that's really powerful story, right? So I mean, you know. Um, you probably have never had that, uh, you know, problem, but it really refines your skills, uh, tune your skills. And, right. And I really attribute, uh, attribute it to Toastmasters, but specifically what I attribute to Toastmasters is the leadership within the organization. Because a lot of people saw potential in me that I didn't necessarily see in myself. For example, the first time that I ever entered a contest, it was the humorous speech contest. And this is about being in Toastmasters only about five months. And one of our, one of our leaders in there who had been a longstanding Toastmaster, and I can say his name is Jeff Rowland. Right after I'd given a speech, he came to me, he said, you should enter the humorous speech contest. And I'm like, I'm not funny. He said, you're hilarious. He said, you can give the same speech that you gave. And I said, that wasn't really that funny. He was like, no, you got to do it. You can do greater on it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I entered my first humorous contest and I won. And I won at the club level and I won at the area level. And I went on to play second in the division. That was only after being in Toastmasters about four or five months. But I never would have taken that leap if I hadn't been pushed by Jeff to do it. So one of the big strengths of Toastmasters is it's the leadership that people have, the supportive environment. The mission statement is literally we provide a 
positive and supportive learning experience in which members can develop communication and leadership skills resulting in greater self-confidence and personal growth. And that's what Toastmasters do. They support you and they nourish you and they help you to grow. And I always tell people, we will not let you fail. You might fall down, but when you do, it's going to be somebody there to reach down and pull you back up and help push you to feel your fullest potential. It's a very safe place to fail. Absolutely. And, and I'm just curious, like within the five months of joining the Toastmasters, you entered into a speech contest, and that is a humorous speech, and you finished your DTM within three years of uh, joining Toastmasters. Um, how did you do all of that? Was it a, kind of you had the drive, I need to do this, 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 or how did all that happen? Well, every everything that a lot of the goals that I've achieved in Toastmasters, again, it's been because of the leadership and the support that I've had. I I didn't know what a DTM was. I I, I honestly didn't. I, I didn't know what a DTM was, but there was this was around the time that they were going to be retiring pathways. So it was mm -hmm. kind of the big push was DTM and two, DTM and two. And I really had no desire or goal to get DTM, but one of our veteran leadership, again, they, they said, well, who are potential people in your club that you think could get a DTM within mm -hmm. the next two years? And they submitted my name. And so they worked with me and helped support me to do those things. So again, um, I wanted networking when I joined Toastmasters and I got way more than I ever thought that I would get. And that leadership and that support has always been there. So once I learned what was going on, then, you know, I put in the discipline and the work ethic and asked a lot of questions and tried to make it, uh, tried to achieve my goals. The thing I always tell new Toastmasters is never say no never say no so anytime somebody comes and asks you to do something say yes even if you don't know how to do it even if you don't think you can do it or even if you like no have no experience doing it do it anyway because there's always going to be a group of people out there who are going to support you and help push you into your greatness you will always learn something something new something right. uh, that will help you further down in your career or personal life um, it's it's such a great uh, learning uh, platform. Yep. A great quote that I heard was, if you get everything out of Toastmasters that you can get out of Toastmasters, you will never get out of Toastmasters. A lot of people I know, they would say the same thing. Like, you know, you came here to improve or gain something personally, but you gained the, the friendship of so many people mm -hmm. and you you would never want to leave. Absolutely. Uh, um, it's such a great platform to be part of. Absolutely. Um, I know we all have been part of uh, different uh, Toastmaster um, clubs. Um, and uh, we have every club follows their own format when they are having their meetings. Um, what do you look forward to when you are attending a Toastmaster meeting? Um, do you look forward to hear the speeches or table topics or uh, evaluations. So what's your, uh, you know, uh, most favorite thing? Well, my favorite thing is the prepared speeches. That's what I, I love the most. That's what I enjoy doing the most. And that's what 
uh, I enjoy watching the most. So I just love to listen to prepared speeches in Toastmasters because from my experience, most people, they put a lot of work into those speeches. And I just love seeing people do it. And the thing that I really love, too, is when I watch a new member who comes in and they're kind of shy and unsure about themselves but a few months down the road they're just this lion or lioness and they just have all this confidence and belief in their self and they're able to share that with other people the best part of uh, the best part of a meeting to me is to prepare speeches but there's a lot of other things that are good to do uh good to do the toastmaster of the day i love the toastmaster of the day role is probably my second most favorite uh role to perform after giving a speech because you're learning so many skills you're learning leadership skills you're learning facilitation skills you're learning extemporaneous extemporaneous skills because no matter how well you plan some things out they just don't go as they are expected therefore you have to make adjustments instantaneously and that gives you that gives you an opportunity to exercise those extemporaneous skills extemporaneous speaking skills so i love doing that uh i love the word of the day i love being a grammarian because i love looking up and finding new words and things like that there's really not a role in toastmasters that i that i don't like the only thing that i don't necessarily like to do is be the timer because i find myself sometimes being very engrossed in the speeches that I'm not always looking down at the timing increments. And it's like 530. Oops, the green light was supposed to go up. And now I'm just putting it up because I'm just so engrossed. I'm a speech nerd. I'm a speech nerd. I just love them. And I get really engrossed in the speeches. And sometimes I may neglect uh, to follow all the timing cues as they're supposed to be conducted. I could totally relate the timing uh, timer role issue with you. It's, it happens with me as well. A lot of times I have to make up the timings since I lost track of it. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> Especially for those really good speeches. Like, wow, that was amazing. It is. It is. Um, and uh, like you said, I think it's so rewarding to watch some of you know the the team members grow in front of you. Like uh, um, it's it's priceless, and you have been part of their journey, right? So either right. you being right. an evaluator, you are being a mentor, you are right. being you know part of Absolutely. just being there with them. Right. Um, it's it's so rewarding. I mean, it's I have been with Toastmasters for three years now, and I have seen so many people grow in front of me. It just makes me so happy that Absolutely. you know the, the type of transition they had, right. um, and it, it's 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 really right. worth um, that every minute that we are there and spending time together. Yeah. And speaking of mentees, uh, I'm more happy for my mentee success than I am for my own. I just love to see them do well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I have so many great mentors and it's, 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 it's shocking. Like, you know, they put so much commitment and, uh, um, so one of the mentors, even after he left our club, he stayed as a mentor to me and Absolutely. He, he meets with me every month and he helps me, um, in whatever the role, whatever the responsibilities I'm taking as part of this uh, platform. So it's, I, I wish I could know, do at least half of what they are, <laughs> they have been doing. Um, so it's, it's really great, great. I think it's the people that makes this uh, experience so worth. Absolutely. 
um, in this last question is, what advice do you have to someone who's already a member but very new to the Toastmaster platform and someone who is still planning to join Toastmasters? Okay. Well, a uh, new member who's just joined Toastmasters, I'll repeat what I said earlier. Don't say no. Don't say no to anything. When someone comes and asks you to do a role, don't say no. Say yes. And then learn how to do a role. Uh, when someone asks you to be in a contest, don't say no because you've never been in a contest. Learn how to be in a contest, you know, and then do it. You know, uh, if somebody asks you to do a role at a meeting or be an assistant or an area direct, just anything, because there's so many opportunities out there and there are opportunities uh, beyond your club, there's opportunities at the area and the division and the district and even the region, region, regional area. There's so many wonderful, outstanding opportunities, opportunities to develop new skills, opportunities for your personal growth, opportunities to network, opportunities to create friends. It really is a very impactful and auspicious experience. So what I say to anybody who's new and just joining, just really immerse yourself in the Toastmasters culture. You will not be disappointed in what you do. At least that that's had, that has been my experience. Thank you. I really like the word you used, auspicious. It is an auspicious uh, experience that you would get out of the Toastmaster platform. Um, and uh, I think that's a great advice that, uh, you know, even I have to remember so a lot of times we tend to be in this, uh, you know, assumption that, oh, that's a lot of work. I don't know anything right. about this. Um, but but I think uh, it's anything you do here is going to be something that somebody is going to be there to yep. help you and uh, walk you through that path. So Absolutely. Think, and you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Exactly. If you're yeah. kind of haphazardous and don't want to do it, then that's what you're going to get out. But if you immerse yourself and ask questions and just because we're all as Toastmasters, we're always asking for assistance, you know, whether it's at a club <laughs> meeting or a contest or a TLI or an open house, we always need assistance and just make yourself available to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is led by the Toastmasters, so we need all the help that we could. Um, and uh, like I said, the whatever that amount of work you put in, that that's what you get it back. So absolutely, yeah, great advice, Johnny. Thank you so much for your uh, time, and uh, it was really a great, great pleasure talking to you. I truly enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I'm honored that you asked me to be a part of your great podcast. Thank you. Folks, thank you for listening to my conversation with the Johnny Randolph DTM. Johnny is one of the influential leaders I have known and successfully hosts the Purpose Podcast. Johnny truly embodies the core principle of Toastmasters and always look for opportunities to bring out the strengths of the people around him. Hope you have enjoyed our conversation and don't forget to provide your valuable feedback. Please stay tuned for more exciting conversations. Until then, happy podcasting!